Welcome back to Rest of Success episode seven or eight. I'd have to check on that. Um, today, I don't really have a topic. This might be sort of a shorter episode than than in past. Obviously, it's always going to be under 30 minutes, um, but this might be be even quicker. I just have you know a couple of thoughts that I've been thinking about, just about the, the overall state of the world and the way things are um, and you know what I feel about it and how I, you know, how I'm thinking about it and how I'm approaching it in my life, um, just to tie it back to success. Um, just, you know, what can I do to put myself in a position where, you know, when we have economic crises like the one we have now, or there's tension across the world or with us and in the rest of the world, like, you know, how can I ensure that myself and my family is always going to have the things that they need? Um, cause it's just, such a difficult time for so many people. And I think this is something that we don't see day to day. We, we're not walking outside seeing people not being able to feed their families. And, you know, I have a little bit of a unique perspective into this, be, just be, with the real estate side of things, because a lot of the individuals that I rent to um, are being directly affected by this. Um, so, you know, as a result, I'm also affected by this, whether it's in, you know, non-payment of rent or late payment of rent. Um, and it's interesting because in this situation, nobody is willing to look at the other person's perspectives. I think there's a, there's, there's issues on both sides of the fence here. Um, me as a landlord, I recognize the struggle of not getting rent payments when you owe the bank money and rent is what's paying for the place. Um, so, so to have the bank or the IRS or you, any government system, you know, threatening to t come and take your property, which is not happening to me, but I'm saying, you know, if, if I did not pay, the government could come after the property, um, you know, to have that threat sort of looming over your head as a possibility, if you don't get rent, um, that is enough to cause tension and for certain landlords to, to kick their tenants out and just to create worse issues. So I understand it. That's the landlord's perspective. From the tenant's perspective, I hear this a lot because I speak on the phone with them, email, text, everything. If you're on that side, I think there's more people obviously on that side than there is on the landlord side. And in this case, um, you're just a, a regular middle-class individual that, that goes to work, has a family, needs to feed the family. Now you're coming home and every the cost of everything is going up, including rent, because now the, the interest rates have gone up. Landlords need to afford to own this place. Um, so, so rent goes up and uh, maintenance of a lot of these places goes down because people don't want to spend the money. Um, that's something that I've been trying to do is, you know, keep up with my normal maintenance, anything that I typically be doing. Um, I don't want anything to change from that standpoint. And I'm obviously lucky enough to be in a position where I can, can still do that. But from, so if you put yourself in the tenant's shoes in this case, let's say conditions are getting worse because, you know, things are deteriorating, things are getting older, but the landlord is not going to step in and fix it because they don't have money to fix it because they need to make sure they're paying the bank. They're not getting full rent, but then the tenant's not, um, he's not, he or she's not paying full rent. Um, they, maybe they're getting late fees. You know, late fees is not something that I typically do. I think it makes the problem worse. You know, if somebody can't pay fourteen hundred bucks or fifteen hundred bucks, why add another fifty bucks? They're not going to be able to pay that either. It just exacerbates the issue and creates a larger, larger issue. I understand, and you know, big organizations and 
management companies. I understand all of that. But when you're a single landlord like myself, um, it's these are the things you have to consider. There are certain concessions that you have to be willing to make to maintain some kind of stability and positive relationship. That being said, you have to do that while not getting walked all over by the tenant. Um, because then you're in a situation where they're not paying, you are you can't pay the bank, and you're being walked all over, and you can't get them out, and that's a bad situation. So it's a constant balance of things, but I don't think people are willing to listen to and understand the situation of the other side. When I tell my tenants, hey, um, I need to pay the bank, and if not, you and I lose this place, um, that doesn't seem to resonate with many individuals. Um you know, they, they come back, you know, it's your problem, things like that. Now, this didn't directly happen to, happen to me, anything that harsh. Nobody said this, that's your problem. People try, you know, my tenants tried to be sim- sympathetic to that as well. But I think in the back of their head, you know, based off of tone and the fact that people continue to make demands um, to, to get things done, I think there is this understanding or lack of understanding um, there's this false understanding that, you know, if you're a landlord, you have all this money and you 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 can afford to be, um, you can afford to take a hit and just pay out of pocket. And that's just not the case. Um, just like they are, just like they are, you know, living you know, paycheck to paycheck, the, your investment can be living paycheck to paycheck, especially in real estate. Um, and yeah, I could sell it. Um, I could turn around and sell it. Uh, in this case, these are properties that I manage. So the owner could turn around and sell it if they chose to. Um, but this is income for somebody as well. So it's it's a very, real estate specifically is a very difficult situation when things go poorly like this. Because if, you know, and also if the owner was to sell these units that I'm managing, these the tenants would... Um, First of all, it might not sell. That could be a real bad situation. Second of all, you, you never know who's going to come in here. I know the previous landlord was horrendous, left it absolutely a mess, didn't do anything. Everything was on the tenants. So now we're, we came in and we, we did a lot of work. Um, so, so they're sort of losing that as well. That stability of having you know a, a landlord who's willing to work with them and fight for them and, and a manager that's, that's also willing to do the same. Um, so, so nothing good comes out of this, and obviously it's a large, complex, and complicated system, but one thing that I think we need to do a better job of as a country is actually start to look and listen to what the problem is instead of arguing over what we hear is the problem. Does that make sense? Think about that. We spend most of our time arguing about situations that we know nothing about. <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually, when you think about it, it's scary and it's absolutely ridiculous. We sit here and we argue over something that we have no knowledge of. And then there's actually what's going on that's really, really hurting us. And I'm not, I, I'm not really here to say, you know, this is what's going on in the country. This is who's destroying. The, oh, it's the president's fault or it's Russia's fault or it's, I, I'm not here to, to say any of that. But what I am here to say is to open up your eyes and open up your ears and actually listen to what's going on and not just a single news source, read articles, listen to multiple news sources, listen to both sides and make a logical judgment as to to what you think you can do in your own personal life that might help make this better. It's very easy because there's, it's just so chaotic. Again, you have to feed your family. You have to pay for things. You have, you, you also want to have fun and enjoy yourself. And there are so many barriers that get in the way of actually sitting down and thinking about what's going on. 
in the world around us. Uh, and it's not fun. It's not enjoyable to sit down and and think about how bad the world is is. And you know, it's a very grim outlook. And it it you know, there are some days I wake up and I think a lot about this and what I can do. And it's not doesn't feel good. It's a little bit upsetting. But I mean, it's it's a lot better. It's a lot better if everybody were to do that, have a couple bad days, thinking about wow, there's a lot of craziness going on right now. Uh, as opposed to just being like, yeah, I'm just going to go about my life and let the world just crumble around us. Um, I, I think people don't necessarily, especially keep people our age, you know, I'm 22 years old. It's, we're young. A lot of us still live with family, around family. We have support of family. And it's really easy for us to just be like, yeah, yeah, inflation stinks and there's less goldfish in my goldfish bag. And it's, you know, reverse inflation. You just put less of the item in and people love to talk about, yeah, I'm feeling it too. And veggies are now $6 a bundle. And like, that's not, that's not the point. You need to be thankful that, that whether veggies are $3 or $6, or there's, there's 50 grams of goldfish versus 30 grams of goldfish. You just have to have to start understanding that this impacts other people and the majority of other people if it doesn't affect you it, it affects the majority of other people um in such a different way and in such a serious way um, and again i'm lucky to be able to have seen this firsthand even though it makes life really really difficult um just like sleeping at night and waking up in the morning being like oh no somebody else is having a serious problem today i'm going to have to deal with it um, at the same time, I'm going to have to not feel it. And that's really difficult to sympathize and empathize um, with other people when you don't feel it yourself as bad, but you are witnessing others feeling it. But it is a time to be thankful, but it, it, you also have to recognize that you're in a position, uh, a unique position where you may not feel it directly. And so you have the time you have the energy, you don't have those negative environmental factors weighing down on you as hard as as they do others. And you should take that as a challenge and as your duty to be able to figure out what what could we do about this. You don't have to go run for office or change somebody's political views, but these are conversations that every single one of you guys should be having all the time. <laughs> I mean, it, you really should. It's It's certainly distressing um but take the time to just think about it gather as much information as you can about why you know inflation is eight and a half percent and what leads to that and not necessarily to point fingers don't grab this information and look for this information to say this is why my side is right grab the information to say oh now i understand how inflation works what inflation is, why we have inflation. So then when this is, we're approaching something like this in the future, you understand you know, where inflation comes from. You understand why gas prices are high. You understand the economics of the world. That's super, super important. It, it, it blows my mind when people just say, oh yeah, inflation's up and it's because uh, something crazy. Yeah, birds, not, not enough birds in the area. Like just something completely crazy. People stand so strongly behind. And it's like, no, it's a simple, this is all simple economic formulas and it's all going on on such a large scale around you that you just accept it as, as reality. But, but at least educate yourself. Isn't it a little bit embarrassing when you don't understand something? Like 
I don't understand all of the ins and outs of what's going on, but I'm constantly trying to learn because then in the future you could say, Hey, this happened before we're not headed in the right direction. Maybe this is the decision I should make with my finances, with my family, with where I live, with where I send my kids to school, with where we settle down, all of those things. You want to be able to make those kinds of decisions and you can't expect to be able to make those kinds of decisions if you don't understand what's going on in the world. Can't expect to make good decisions. And then what happens is people make bad decisions because they're not informed and they don't care about what's going on. They just want to point fingers and argue about something that's not even real. And then, and then they end up in a bad situation. And you know what they say? They say, that thing that I said is bad, one side, the other side, this belief, that belief, that's what's holding me down. You're not even living in the same reality as what's going on. So, so just less finger pointing and more educating yourself on what's going on around you and, and align your political views or whatever, align your views with whatever side you want. It doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with this. Just understand what's going on in the world around you. Understand what happens when you print money. Understand what happens when we don't have access to, to energy. What happens if we do drill in the country, don't drill in the country. Just gain a better understanding, formulate your own opinions, vote the way you want to vote based off of what you understand. But stop arguing so much about, because all of these arguments I hear, they don't even make any sense. And it's not completely your fault. It's not your fault all the time. Yes, you should be educating yourself more. I understand things are busy. No matter what, you got to get up and go to work and deal with the, the, the difficulties of work just to feed the family. I get it. Like I get that stuff exists. But I don't blame you necessarily because this, this is what we see when we turn the TV on. This is what we see when we look on our phones. Um, people spend more time wanting to, to show everybody their best life on social media than they do actually educating themselves. And it's just it's detrimental uh, to the way that the country goes about its day-to-day -day life. It, it hurts everybody. Um, and until you feel that, I, I, until you feel that directly, or, or, you know, like in my case, sort of a, a passively, like a one-off, um, once removed from the situation, it, it's difficult to understand, obviously. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't try. It doesn't mean you should just close your eyes and, and, and not do more digging. It should, doesn't mean you shouldn't ask those people who are really affected by this, you know, like, what is this experience like? What are you going through? Uh, and if you are one of those people who is struggling with all of the, you know, with, with this high inflation, you know, more than somebody else or with these high gas prices, more than somebody, if you just sell your car and get a bicycle and now your ride is three hours to, to work as opposed to, to one hour or, or 30 minutes. I mean, talk to those people and ask them what that experience is like and see what they say about, you know, what they wish happened differently. They probably, they're forced to understand what's going on. I think some people still don't in that position, but I think there's a lot of people who feel forced uh, to understand what's going on because it's affecting them so much. So just open, all I'm saying is just open your eyes, open your ears, listen, talk to people, understand that what's going on right now is not normal um, and recognize it as an issue and really, really try to care about fixing the issue and not so much about making a point because your point, honestly, your point probably is based off of things that just aren't even true anyway. So just operate under that assumption, educate yourself. I know I was very broad and general here. I don't want to get too specific or granular into anything. Um, but 
it's, it's important. This stuff is, is definitely important to think about. So a little bit more negative than these typically are, but you know, it, it's, it's good for you. It's good for family. It's good for your future success to understand um, that, you know, what's going on is abnormal, but there are ways uh, around this that we can, you know, work on if we work on it together and not so divided. So that being said, I am going to sign off here and um, yeah, I look forward to, to making more of these in the future. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.